open our eyes that we Rested last night, you know, and I pray that you have a most blessed day. It is time, it's time, it is time, it is time for our daily devotional. And our daily devotional for today, we are speaking about Judges 19, 1 through 30. Judges 19, 1 through 30. And it speaks about the Levite's concubine. The Levite's concubine. So I want you to get your Bibles, your 
your tablets, your cell phone, however you may be reading the word. And come on and let's learn this this word that God has given us today. And let's let's in in how could I say it? Let's go and try to work a way where we can apply what we learn today in our daily living. Okay. So, like I said, my name is Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical application. And welcome to Daily Devotional. Let's get into this word. Judges 19, 1 through 30. And it reads, And it came to pass in those days, when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite sojourning on the side of Mount Ephraim, who took to him a concubine out of Bethlehem, Judah, And his concubine played the whore against him and went away from him unto her father's house to Bethlehem, Judah, and was there for whole months. And her husband arose and went after her to speak friendly unto her and to bring her again, having his servant with him and a couple of asses, and she brought him into her father's house. And when the father of the damsel saw him, he rejoiced to meet him. And his father-in-law, the damsel's father, retained him, and he abode with him three days, so they did eat and drink and lodge there. And it came to pass on the fourth day, when they arose early in the morning, that he arose, that he rose up to depart. And the damsel's father said unto his son-in-law, Comfort thine heart with a morsel of bread, and afterward go your way. And they sat down and did eat and drink, both of them together. For the damsel's father had said unto the man, Be content, I pray thee, and tarry all night, and let thine heart be merry. And when the man rose up to depart, his father-in-law urged him. Therefore he lodged there again, and he arose early in the morning on the fifth day to depart. And the damsel's father said, Comfort thine heart, I pray thee. And they tarried until afternoon, and they did eat both of them. And when the man rose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the damsel's father, said unto him, Behold now, the day draweth towards evening. I pray you tarry all night. Behold, the day groweth to an end. Lodge here, that thine heart may be merry, 
and tomorrow get ye get you early on your way that thou mayest go home. But the man would not tarry that night, but he rose up and departed and came over against Jabus, which is Jerusalem. And there were with him two asses saddled. His concubine also was with him. And when they were by Jabus, the day was far spent. And the servant said unto his master, Come, I pray thee, and let us turn in into this city of the Jebusites and lodge in it. And his master said unto him, We will not turn aside hither into the city of a stranger that is not of the children of Israel. We will pass over to Gibeah. And he said unto his servant, Come and let us draw near to one of these places to lodge all night in, in Gibeah or in Ramah. And they passed on and went their way. And the sun went down upon them when they were by Gibeah, which belonged to Benjamin. And they turned aside thither to go in and to launch in Gibeah. And when he went in, he sat him down in a street in a street of the city, for there was no man that took them into his house to lodging. And behold, there came an old man from his work out of the field at even, which was also of Mount Ephraim. And he sojourned in Gibeon, But the men of the place were Benjamites. And when he had lifted up his eyes, he saw a wayfaring man in the street of the city. And the old man said, Whither goest thou, and whence comest thou? And he said unto him, We are passing from Bethlehem, Judah, toward the side of Mount Ephraim. From thence am I, and I went to Bethlehem, Judah. But I am now going to the house of the Lord, and there is no man that receiveth me to house. Yet there is both strong and provender for our asses, and there is bread and wine also for me, and for thy handmaid, and for the young man which is with thy servants. There is no want of anything. And the old man said, Peace be with thee. Howsoever let all thy wants lie upon me, only lodge not in the street. So he brought him 
unto his house and gave provender unto the asses and they washed their feet and did eat and drink. Now as they were making their hearts merry, behold the men of the city, certain sons of Belial, beset the house round about and beat at the door and spake to the master of the house, the old man, saying, Bring forth the man that came into that house, that we may know him. And the man, the master of the house, went out unto them, and said unto them, Nay, my brethren, nay, I pray you, do not so wickedly, seeing that this man is come into mine house, do not this folly. Behold, here is my daughter, a maiden, and his concubine. Them I will bring out now, and humble ye them, and do with them what seemeth good unto you. But unto this man do not so foul a thing. But the men would not hearken to him. So the man took his concubine, and brought her forth unto them. And they knew her, and abused her all night until the morning. And when the day began to spring, they let her go. Then came the woman in the dawning of the day, and fell down at the door of the man's house, where her lord was, till it was light. And her lord rose up in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out to go his way. And behold, the woman, his concubine, was fallen down at the door of the house, and her hands were upon the threshold. And he said unto her, Up and let us be going. But none answered. Then the man took her up upon an ass, and the man rose up and got him unto his place. And when he was come into his house, he took a knife and laid hold on his concubine and divided her together with her bones into twelve pieces and sent her into all the coasts of Israel. And it was so that all that saw it said, There was no such death done nor seen from the day that the children of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt unto this day. Consider of it, take advice, and speak your minds. I have just read Judges 19, 1 through 30. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning to say thank you. Lord, we say thank you for allowing us to see another day. Allowing us to have the breath in our bodies, activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds, Lord, just for today. Lord, we say thank you for your word, for it is true, it is honest, and it always abides within us. Lord, we ask that you 
add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. deep dive into this chapter we are talking about judges 19 1 through 30 and it and the topic of the conversation in this chapter is the levites concubine right levites concubine now it is that a particular Levite has decided uh, to go on a journey and in these days there is no king in uh, within the children of Israel. There's no king. Right? No one is ruling over them. No one is ruling over them, telling them what to do, guiding them, leading them. No, no leadership, no guidance at this time with the children in, the, um, in Israel. But there comes a certain Levite that he wants to take a journey. And he has a concubine. Now, everybody knows what a concubine is. If you do not know, it is someone that serves you. I learned about it. I'll say it like this. What I learned about a concubine is she is a living woman that helps keep your bed warm if you get what I'm saying. Okay? I'm going to keep it clean. I'm going to keep it clean because we might have some children listening. Um, And the concubine... Uh. They went on a journey, the Levite and, and his concubine decide to, uh, uh, took him to, okay, so, um, it says in this first verse, it came to pass in those days when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite, so journey on the side of Mount Ephraim, who took to him a concubine out of Bethlehem, Judah. Okay. And uh, she she was she was his private mistress as we're gonna call it, right? And she decides the concubine decides to go ahead and go back to her father's house. And she goes there and stays there for months. And her husband, who is the Levite, um, you know, rose and went to, uh, went to, went to get his wife, who is the concubine. Went to her father, and um, they was at, you know, he, he arrives at the father's house, and on the father tries to get him to stay and and things of that nature. He's and and he stays. He convinces him to stay an extra couple of days. Okay. And 
and and I will say on the fifth day, the damsel's father said, Comfort thine heart, I pray thee. And they tarried until afternoon and did eat both of them. And when the man arose up to depart, he and his concubine and servant, his father-in-law, the damsel's father, said unto him, Behold now, the day draweth towards evening. I pray you, Terry, ask him again um, to stay. And the man said, no, I got to go. It's time to go. It's, 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 time, it's time to go. It's time to, to um, you know, it's time to depart from this place. Um, then they arrive. They leave. He leaves with his, his concubine. He goes to this uh, Jabus. Jabus, which is Jerusalem, where with him, okay, he got his two asses and his concubine with him. And while they're in Jabus, they run across, okay, he says, no, I don't want to tarry here. This is not, this is not where I want to stay. He says, um, and, but, and they keep going, they keep Taking their trip, they, they, he, he has a place in mind. He wants to go. He's going to get there, right? And Gibeah, Gibeah, which belonged to Benjamin. Hey, and while they, when they get to the city of Gibeah, Gibeah, um, they run across this older man. And they was in, they was probably in the middle of town, sitting there, you know, just resting their bones and things of that nature. And they run across this old man who just finished working. And the old man offers them lodging. Offers the Levite and his concubine. And, you know, and um, offers to... You know, offers offers them he could they could stay with him. Okay, but then, he, he, you know, it is now uh, as they were making their hearts merry. Behold, the men of the city, certain sons of Belial, beset the house round about. So here goes somebody inquiring about who is these people in your house. Okay, and the man says, uh, the man. The master of the house went out out unto them and said unto them, Nay, my brother, my brethren, nay, I pray you do not do not so wickedly, seeing that this man is come into my house, do not this folly. And what does what the old man is saying, look, um, you know, like why y'all want to bother these people? Right? Why is it so important that you uh, that you have these people, that you acquire these people, and stuff like that. And then the old man, he turns around and says, Behold, here is my daughter, a maiden, and his concubine. Them I will bring out now, and humble ye them, and do with them with what seemeth good unto you, but unto this man do not so vow a thing. So I guess they wanted to come in, take the man, attack him, kill him, whatever. And the old man was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to give you my daughter, and I'm going to give 
I'm I'm gonna give uh, uh, I'm gonna, my daughter. She's the maid and his concubine. Okay, and the thing is, is he sacrifices something in the place of the man that they wanted, and so he gives the concubine to these men, and they do horrible things to her. They take her away, and they they abuse her and mistreat her all during the course of the night. And then they, and in when the morning comes, they allow her to leave, and she returns to the house. Hey, and the husband, the, the husband is trying to be. I mean, the, the 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 husband. It says the woman by the day. Okay, she comes there. She's at the door, and he says, "Behold, the woman." Uh, his concubine has fallen down at the door of the house and her hands are upon the threshold. And he says, uh, says unto her, up and let us be going. Come on, let's go. All right. And, but none answered. Then the man took her up upon the ass and the man rose up and got her into his place. Now, when he gets her home, um, I guess he's already figured out that she has been with these other men because she wasn't there with him all night. Okay. And he decides to kill this woman and split her body into 12 pieces. And he turns around and... And he and sent her in into all the coasts of Israel. Sends her body parts all over all over Israel. And I get I, I'm thinking in my head, he got he he was so upset with her that she wasn't with him all night. And he, you know, and whatever per, whatever happened to her during the course of the night, he felt like she may might have been soiled. Because other men have been with her, I'm, I'm, you know, um, and he kills her, leaves her body parts all over the place, and then it is her when she's found, and it is so that all that saw it said, "There has been no such deed done, not since from the day that the children of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt." They've never seen this before. Never seen this before. And um, consider of it and take advice and speak your speak your minds. So this is a story about a man <laughs> that a Levite, he decides to take on a woman of ill repute, and he's supposed to be a man of God. And in that, in 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 this um, chapter, we see that the Levite didn't think nothing of that he had this woman.
know, he, he that he turned he turned he turns around and marries his concubine. Then then she decides I don't want to I don't want to be with him anymore. So she goes off to her father's house. Now, if you think about it, Levites are the man of the church. They're not supposed to have anything. They're not supposed to. They're supposed to be consecrated unto God. Consecrated unto God. That means they have a relationship with God where there's, they can't eat certain foods, can't do certain things, can't have concubines, you can't, you can't live a, a lascivious lifestyle. Okay, you can't have this, oh, I'm going to do what I want lifestyle and think you're going to get away with it. And some kind of way, it is proven in this text that you just can't live any kind of way when you're serving God. You cannot do what you want when you're serving God. You can't go to the club. You can't go to the whole house. You can't go to the brothel. can't go to the strip club. You can't go, oh, well, I can have me a girlfriend on the side and I'm married. And you, when you devote yourself to God, it's a lot of things you have to change in your lifestyle in order to serve God completely. And in this text, you see that you know he wrong all back. Know he wrong to the point where he marries this woman. She a concubine. She is somebody that he had relationship with every night, when he want, how he want, whatever, okay? And they're not supposed to be having relations. Levites are holy vessels unto the Lord, okay? And when you think everything is fine, something out of the blue starts to happen. Because you know you're wrong. You're wrong. It's wrong, and it's not what God wants in your life. And God has a way of separating the wheat from the tail. Okay? He has a way of making things right in your life that he knows that's not right. And he will find a way. God will put things in place. Put things in place to, 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 to get you to change your heart, change your mind, and change your spirit about what you may do, be doing wrong in your life. And sometimes we don't want to let go. We don't want to let go of something that is... is we... Sometimes as humans, we don't want to let go of the things that's God, that God is trying to separate us from. And he will set up things where you, it gives you a second thought of, is this really worth me being with this person? <clears throat> he will start showing you signs and wonders and opening your eyes to see, is it really worth me being with this person? So, I guess during her missing missing in action night, you know, missing in action, and and the man of the house turns around and gives this his concubine away to these group of men that want to come in and hurt him, the Levite. He's like, look, I, you can't put your hands on the Levite, but you can. You can have this concubine. You can have you can have uh, what his servant. You can you can have whatever else he got, but you can't have the man. 
that was God's intervention for him to separate the Levite, separate the Levite from his concubine. When he steps, when he puts someone else in your life to introduce you to something else, to, to intervene when the wicked have come upon you and you already living in sin and wickedness and he turns around and makes a way for you to be delivered from your sin. God will put a person, a place, a, or a thing in the midst of you separating you from this wickedness. And in that text, we see he gets mad. Levi did get, okay, God, she returned. I right, I'm put you on this. Um, okay, it's time for us to go. So they end up going home, but then he turns around, ends up killing her. Now, I don't know whether the man was jealous. It don't say this in the text. It don't say if that man got an attitude. It don't say that in the text. But what possessed a person to kill somebody else and cut them up into 12 pieces and spread them out like to spread them across uh, 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 a, a particular land? What possessed him to turn around and kill this woman in that manner? You know, and this is how the Bible teaches uh, this is how the Bible teaches us. It goes from one chapter to another chapter to another chapter, and it always co- it goes to it always tells you why certain things happened in the previous chapter if you have read your book. It always shows you something coincides with the next with what to prove what pre- what previously happened. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, and I know you hoping, that we get to see what happens in the next chapter chapter pertaining to all that has happened in this chapter. So, I want to thank you. You know, I, we're going to continue this story in chapter 20 and Judges 21 through... 1 through 48. 1 through 48. Oh, my goodness. And um, and we're going to see how this, uh, how this story, um, how the story is evolving. The involvement ev- of this story in chapter 19 and chapter 20. So, I want to say thank you. You know, that is our lesson for today. And we will pick up again in our next daily devotional. I want to say thank you to everyone that has uh, come in and spent their time and taken out your time to listen to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. And this segment is entitled Daily Devotional. And I will talk to you again next time. All right. I will talk to you next time, and we're going to get into the next chapter, and we are going to get a very good understanding of what God is trying to tell us and how we can apply that to our daily living in this time. Okay? All right. Sharice Johnson Moore, I love you, and I'll talk to you next time on Daily Devotional.
Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, and welcome to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, everyone. Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder. I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening and taking out your time to listen to this segment of Daily Devotional. I want to... You know, I want to say I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking out your time and your day to listen to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. This segment is daily devotional. And I want to, you know, just say I love you and I appreciate you. And, you know, if you have any topics that you would like for me to discuss on the podcast... Just send me, you know, a message. I take messages, okay? And leave your message in the message box. And I will get back with you as soon as possible. I thank you so much for listening to Daily Devotional for today. And we will talk again because we have Judges 17, 1 through 13 coming up. And I want to, you know... I want you to come in and listen and, and, and tell me what you think about uh, the daily devotional segments, and I greatly appreciate it. I love you, and you have a blessed day. Bye, babies.